At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. I'm in Las Vegas. The other half is across America out there in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Josh, you got a busy day today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Pritch. Happy Thursday. A lot's going on. People are getting paid today, Pritch. <laughs> yes, it must be are. nice here. Kirby Smart's <laughs> got over $100 million here, 10-year contract. And, of course, Kyler Murray, who, I, you know, last we heard of him, he deleted, you know, all the references to the Cardinals on his Instagram. Apparently mm. that worked, Pritch, because <laughs> just got one of the biggest deals in NFL history here. So it kind of starts the conversation of our perspective of the Arizona Cardinals going into this year. And one thing I noticed, Pritch, and, you know, we'll get your take on it as well, but there's some disagreement on the Cardinals' win total this year. If you look at BetMGM, they're Eight and a half win total over minus 115. You look at DraftKings, they're eight and a half in uh, win total under minus 115. So I think this is really boiling down to your perception of this team. Can Kyler Murray, you know, kind of uh, make good over, you know, really the tough stretch there at the end that, uh, you know, that uh, that NFL playoff game that he really didn't perform well in through picks and, uh, you know, acted like he wanted to get out of Arizona. Well, they show, remember Jerry Maguire, Pritch, show me the money. Well, they show him the money. He's sticking around here. But one little nugget to Pritch, you know, he's going to make, uh, I think, you know, per on a per year basis, more money than the entire uh, Oakland A's roster would make this year. Remember, <laughs> Kyler Murray was a two-sport guy. He could have chosen baseball or gone the football route. Uh, he's making more money in football than the entire entire Oakland A's team this year. So uh, I feel like he probably made the, the better decision there, Pritch. Well, you know, we're going to get to it because we're going to break down NFC West a little bit later on the program. Lou Finnecaro is going to be on the program too, UFC. He's got some thoughts on NFC West, in particular down there in Arizona too with Kyler Murray. Uh, also, we'll get to the short card in baseball too, Josh. So a lot to get to but uh, focusing in on the deal five-year extension worth 230 million throw in a half 230 and a half million uh, we could do that uh, it, it had to happen though uh, I, I think the GM Steve Kime is is up against it uh, because he did not have leverage uh, when you hire a coach uh, and then the quarterback is drafted because you hired that coach those two guys are tied and I'm talking about Cliff and Kyler uh, and so here you had Kyler and his agent uh, proclaiming that they had leverage, and they did. Because what else are you going to do if you're the GM of the Cardinals? What what direction are you going to go in? You have an unhappy franchise quarterback, and, oh, okay, are you going to fire the coach? And But they're tied at the hip right now. So uh, I think Kyler and Cliff understood that, uh, Josh, and that's why you have this extension. More so, I mean, I think Kyler outplayed his contract two Pro Bowl years, uh, if you factor that in. 
Uh, he probably outplayed his rookie deal. But to this level, uh, this is interesting. I, I mean, I, obviously the Cardinals are going to be all in on Kyler. Uh, but what he's displayed so far without DeAndre Hopkins to the beginning of the year because of suspension, it'd be very interesting how the Cardinals and see if they can get off to a fast start or not. Yeah, that's my question, Pritch. Remember, they were a team that really surprised us. What were they, like 9-1 and one to start the year? Mm-hmm. They had some incredible record last year and really a team that was, at one point, your one seed, and we're thinking about maybe they could make a Super Bowl run, but then everything really started to crumble down the stretch. And I think, you know, with Kyler, I, you know, you look at the money, five years, $230 million, seems like a lot, but then also, you know, if you're a decent quarterback, you're going to make a ton of money. That's just kind of right. the, the economics of today's, you know, sports, both NBA and uh, NFL in general. Uh, but I want to see them, you know, continue to get better throughout the year instead of crumbling down the stretch it left a a really sour taste in my mouth the way that they performed in that playoff game Kyler Murray's body language Mm -hmm. turning the ball over kind of throwing his teammates under the bus Kingsbury's a guy too who you know we give a lot of credit as an offensive minded quote-unquote genius kind of guy but he's the type of guy that really you know has a lot of you know losing years obviously not last year but um you're always thinking about Kingsbury when will the shoe drop with him so I think you're right Pritch you know they're tied at the hip you really you know if you're thinking about a different quarterback here I think you're you're better off sticking with Murray Mm -hmm. and I know I'm kind of down on Murray in general but Pritch let's give him a little credit he has gotten better every single year his completion percentage uh went from 64 percent 67 percent 69 percent his touchdowns have increased his quarterback rating is increased the guy's putting up pretty good numbers. It's just, you know, are you a fantasy type player or you want, do you want to be a leader that wins playoff games? His stats look great, but I'm just still, uh, you know, jury's out in my opinion, whether this guy can be a leader and lead you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, good point. I mean, and I'm going to put on my player hat on right now, though, Josh. I, I think Kyler Murray's soft, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I saw him sit down in the playoffs, literally sit down in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know how you're going to lead a team or, or show courage or, or be that alpha uh, when you are considered to be soft uh, in the playoffs. 55% completion percentage. He didn't want to throw the football uh, in the playoffs uh, against the Rams, right? And uh, so he's going to have to fix that, uh, I, I think, within the locker room. Maybe the contract and maybe that, that empowers him to do that. Uh, the reason why the Cardinals want to go ahead and uh, give uh, the bag to Kyler Murray that way, because he he has some work to do, in my opinion, uh, in that regard. But I want to get back to the contract, because I wonder if it's going to affect Lamar Jackson. right? If Kyler Murray gets this, Lamar Jackson's an MVP of this league, uh, and yet uh, not a new deal yet. So I wonder if this impacts that deal right there with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah, I think that's a really, you know, uh, you know, smart move of you, Pritch, kind of linking the two because Jackson's another guy who wants that next deal. And of Jackson, course. kind of the start of his career. I was hoping that that year when he slipped to like 30, Pritch, that the Patriots would take a look at him. Obviously, <laughs> that never happened. And don't worry, every show comes back to the Pats, Pritch. But uh, to me, you know, looking at this, does it affect Jackson? And again, the, both these quarterbacks, though, Pritch, they like to run around. They make a lot of plays. They're incredibly, incredibly athletic, but also injury concerns. You know, right. are you going to give a ton of money? You know, and Michael Lombardi always makes the point with Kyler Murray. You know, he lands, you know, on the wrong way on his shoulder. Shoulder mm-hmm. injuries have dogged him. You know, he's, he's a smaller type guy just in terms of his body composition. Lamar Jackson, you know, really lit it up, you know, won the MVP, but then uh, had injury concerns last year. I think if you're looking for a positive, though, when it comes to the Cardinals, you know, making that trade for Marquise Brown, Pritch, giving up a first round pick, that felt like a lot to give up for him. But I think you had to make a little bit of a move just to kind of reinvigorate that receiving core. I mean, A.J. Green's still pretty old here. You don't know if you're going to see Hopkins for a while. Uh, you do have Rondell Moore, who you drafted early. But can Marquise Brown, you know, be to Kyler Murray what he was in terms of kind of a security blanket and a big play receiver uh, for Lamar Jackson? So, again, jury's out. I just think it's interesting if we take a step back that one book's juicing up over eight and a half. The other book's juicing up under eight and a half. Let's yeah. see how this thing develops over the rest of the summer. Who you got, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Who would you want on your team? I'd take Lamar Jackson. That would right. be my play. Right. Easy. You said easy he was one. soft, not me. I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> well, Kyler. I said Kyler. Lamar Jackson, I think, uh, he's evolving. Uh, we'll see what type of uh, quarterback he turns into. Uh, they got to secure that contract, though. I, I think Lamar Jackson's upside is incredible, to be honest with you. Oh, okay, looking at Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs, they inked a new deal, 10 years, $112.5 million. Uh, I mean, his college coaches are getting paid. Uh, it, it, to me, it's always been about two programs in the SEC. Uh, years ago, it used to be more than that. Uh, Tennessee, you could throw them in there every once in a while. LSU, certainly. Uh, but it's been a two-horse race in the SEC 
AFC for a long time. Uh, one on one side of the division with the other on the other side. Uh, here you go with Kirby Smart. He's got it going. Uh, I don't know if he's at the level of Alabama in terms of retooling to that level, but he does have a quality program and deserves his contract. I, I think they love the continuity and certainly what Kirby Smart can bring uh, for years to come with Georgia. Yeah, and this makes a ton of sense to me, Pritch. The guy deserves it completely, entirely. Again, he makes, yeah. makes this program, you know, back to relevancy, you know, pretty much slays the dragon there, David versus Goliath. You're always mm -hmm. looking up to Alabama. Now you finally beat Alabama. So, again, you look at the numbers, they're incredible here, but would you rather pay Kirby that money or Jimbo Fisher that money, Pritch? <laughs> I'd rather pay Kirby Smart that money. To me, it kind of brings back to a conversation of Georgia versus Alabama. You know, who will be the better team this year? If you look at what the odds makers are, are thinking, they're thinking Georgia uh, may take a step back to Alabama. Maybe Alabama will reclaim yeah. uh, kind of that supremacy there because Alabama does have uh, the futures, you know, um, you know, advantage here in terms of the conference and then also futures in just terms of winning it all, Pritch. Alabama's plus 190, Georgia's plus 350. The interesting thing, though, with the win total, Alabama's 11 and a half really juiced up under. Georgia is 11, really juiced up over, minus 125. Yeah. So that's a, dist a distinction between, again, which team are you more comfortable with? They're kind of neck and neck, but it looks like the slight edge is toward Alabama based on the futures. And one thing that I do like about Georgia, yes, you lose a lot of these guys in the NFL draft. Michael Lombardi always makes the point that that's okay. The guy who's coming up next to take their spot might be better than the guys who went to the NFL draft. But Stetson Bennett. Pritch, I wasn't a believer in this in this kid much of the year. He really showed me and proved me wrong. Uh, he had a great year overall, 29 touchdowns against Alabama in the championship game. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions, 221 yards. He's coming back right. for a senior year. I think that's a big bonus there for Georgia, the fact that you get to keep Stetson Bennett and hopefully you know, all those guys you lost in the draft, you just retool and it's next man up. Yeah, Bennett, he's a, a true college quarterback. Uh, he's not eyeing the National Football League. I think his career or his football days are over once he leaves Georgia, so why not try to win another championship right there? Uh, we had a great question from Brian Ortega, our producer. Uh, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart in the SEC. Is there another coach in college football that could make the SEC more competitive? I'm curious about Brian Kelly. Down there at LSU, uh, the long shot still, 50 to 1 right now, uh, what he can do, what he could build. But I, I tell you what, there's one coach, uh, he's not coaching right now. Get your thoughts on this, Josh. Uh, if he were to go to the SEC and um, fingerprint that conference, and certainly with his mind, I think he could give Alabama and Georgia a run for, his money, for their money, and that's Chris Peterson. Uh, this guy is an incredible football coach. He's out of football right now. But he took Washington. I mean, you're talking about what he did at Boise State, too. That's the guy I would love to see in the SEC with those type of athletes. Yeah, that would be really fun to watch here, Pritch. Could he be kind of be the next guy to give him a run for their money? Uh, obviously, right now, it's, you know, Kirby and Saban and pretty much everyone else. Yeah. Kelly would be interesting, Pritch, just because if you didn't know, he's working on his southern accent. He should fit <laughs> right in there, so don't worry about right. it. He'll be just fine here. I would also say, just in terms of, you know, getting your popcorn ready, imagine Harbaugh, you know, leaving Michigan. No. That would be kind of fun. I don't know if he'd actually compete, but I'd I like to see the fireworks in the back and forth. Oh, there would be a ton of fireworks. A ton of fireworks. I, I mean, Harbaugh, he, he's at the perfect place. Place, I think, but Peterson, uh, he's one of those guys. Uh, I hope he didn't get burned out. I hope we see him coaching college football again because uh, I, I think he would be tremendous with a lot of programs. Uh, we'll see what happens though with his future uh, coaching. Uh, hey everybody, I want to tell you about BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. Uh, BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted off specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Coming up next on the program, Lou Finicaro. Uh, we are going to talk about UFC, but we have to get his thoughts on Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals, and the NFC West. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's still time for a very awesome deal. VSIN Summer Special is here right now. It's only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July, uh, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. Uh, if you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, uh, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Well, welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. And please have our, our next guest, Lou Finicaro, MMA analyst right here at vcin. Point Spread Weekly contributor as well. You can follow Lou on Twitter at GamLou. Lou, how are you today? Great, guys. I appreciate you having me on. We've got a great uh, fight card upcoming as well. I see you guys are, are talking NFC West, and it's football season. At least if, if we're in our business, it is, and we're getting ready and prepared. Yeah. Get your thoughts real quick um, uh, about the Kyler Murray extension there. I mean, uh, I think the Cardinals had to do it because Cliff and Kyler are tied together. They're married. Uh, and Steve Kime had no other choice but to kind of give the loot to Kyler. Now, I don't know if this is the right way to build a team, uh, but I don't know what this is representing either, Lou. What, what are your thoughts on extension for Kyler? I don't want to take too much time on this because, honestly, I think you and Josh covered my thoughts completely. I question the young man's ability to really be a team player and a leader, and we'll leave it at that. You guys covered it very well, and I think we're going to have to wait and see. But it's it's my opinion that regression is in the Cardinals' future. Lou, it's great to uh, to talk to you today, of course. Let's get into this MMA card, because I'm with you. I think this this fight card for Saturday is fantastic. There was one fight in particular. I had to slide into your DMs. I told Pritch this. <laughs> I had to get your take on this one, and it's the Joker. Jack Hermanson against uh, Chris Curtis. And Lou, what I noticed with this one, if you look at some of the physical you know, height, weight, all the youth advantages, they are with Hermanson here. He's one year younger. He's six foot one. His opponent is 5'8". He's got a 78-inch reach, 75 there for Curtis. And we did see Hermanson open at some books, getting a little bit of plus money. Now he's moved to around minus 110, minus 115. So are you in agreement with this move? Do you like the Joker on Saturday to get this thing done? Well, yes, I, I, I think I do. It, it's not cut and dried. I mean, you got to understand, Curtis uh, wasn't in the UFC until 11 of 21. That's just eight months ago. And before he got to the UFC, he fought at 170 pounds. And that's noteworthy because this fight's at 185. Granted, in Curtis's four UFC fights since 11 of 21, he's fought all at 185, three of them on short notice, and had glowing success. However, 
He's now fought four fights in eight months. He's taking this one against a guy. He's stepping way up in the as far as the quality of the division is concerned. He's facing a guy that's bigger, longer, and much more well-rounded. Now, the issue with Hermanson is he doesn't like to get bullied, and you can bully him and knock him out as Gastelum and Cannoneer did. That said, if Hermanson can use his size and get this fight to the floor, he can hold great advantage. I think it's time to fade Curtis, a game athlete, but this will be his fifth fight in eight months. That's too much activity. We saw it uh, a couple of fights ago with a young man from uh, from Portugal that fought, and he just couldn't hold up that pace. And I think uh, Hermanson's size is going to be too much for him. Getting Hermanson at close to a pick'em is a bargain. We're speaking with Lou Finnecaro, MMA analyst here at Vista, and also contributor for Points Fed Weekly. And in fact, uh, Lou, I want to get to uh, the heavyweight bout because you had a nice write-up uh, in Points Fed Weekly. Uh, which uh, subscribers could get uh, about this fight with uh, Curtis Blades and Aspinall. Uh, Blades, as a, as a dog, is interesting. Uh, I know he wants to wrestle, uh, but yet uh, Aspinall, quick on his feet. Uh, he, he wants to box, I, I guess, from the training uh, aspects of it and what I've read up on this fight. But uh, you see something interesting developing, um, maybe a chance to back the dog in this heavyweight bout uh, in the main event. Well, I sure do. I mean, first of all, Blades has all the experience. He's been in with a, a much uh, higher cash. He's been in with championship guys. Granted, Ngannou stopped him twice, and so did Derek Lewis on what I consider to be a pretty uh, blatant mistake by Blades, and he would admit that. He, if we had that fight back, he would win that fight. Uh, I think he's getting a little bit overlooked. He actually opened the minus 115 favorite in this position, knowing it was in London against a young up-and-comer in Aspinall, and all the money's come Aspinall, and that's because uh, fight fight fans love a new heavyweight, no matter what the sport, as well, uh, this fight's in London, and so we're going to get a lot of European action on the European fighters, specifically the fighters from Liverpool and London on the card, Aspinall, one of them. But when you consider everything, Espinal's never been out of the second round as a pro, and Blades is about durability provided he doesn't lead into confrontation with Aspinall with his chin because he has been touched and he's shown a weakness. If you pop him right on the point, he could go. So that's going to be the cat and mouse. But I do believe that the wrestling chops of Blades, his motivation, who he's been in with, and overall his size. Yes, he's an inch shorter, but he's going to be the bigger, heavier man with a reach advantage. I think it's Blades that should be minus 115 or minus 120 and not the other young man. All due respect to Aspinall, I think Blades is in good position here. Lou, one more for you, and I really enjoyed your write-up uh, for VEASAN.com with this one. Patty P- uh, Pimblett, by the way, great name. He should be a character on Peaky Blinders, by the way, uh, facing Jordan Levitt. One thing I've noticed in this fight here, Lou, you've had some movement toward Pimblett. He opened like minus 230, minus 240, minus 250. He's all the way up to, at some shops, close to like minus 270, but also a lot of movement toward the under, it looks like, Lou. It opened at two and a half rounds under minus 150. It's all the way up to minus 175. So what are you looking at at this fight? Uh, what's your edge here? I think you might be looking at the total. Yeah, the, the my numbers show two and a half uh, under open minus 200, and it's gone to 170. So that's a little different movement between where you and I are seeing uh, action. But either way, under two and a half, I disagree with. I don't think it's given Levitt. Uh, his ability. Pimlet talks a big game. Uh, he has a little bit of power. Uh, Levitt has no power, but a great Brazilian jiu-jitsu game. And I think this could this thing could go over. That's not really where, where I want to go with the fight. I think Levitt's getting a little overlooked. He's the more well-rounded guy. And if he can uh, compete for a round with Pimlet, maybe take a little starch out of the brash talker and then take to the second round and third round and get him on the floor. I think he can finish him. Pimlet is a pure unadulterated fade for me, whether I hit with Levitt on this card or not. He does not have the kind of mixed martial arts skill that could 
put him anywhere near the same kind of conversation as Conor McGregor, but he does have that kind of drawing power, and that's why we're dealing with him right now. You know, though, it gets very interesting for me, too, following MMA and, and trying to find out the different styles of fights and, and fighters and, and trying to find an edge from a betting standpoint. Uh, for instance, you can find a fighter like uh, uh, Pimblet, uh, who has a lot of volume, but uh, he doesn't have any power. Or maybe he's a showman, more so than a skilled fighter. Uh, and then you have fighters that can keep wrestlers off of him with leg kicks and, and striking ability. But again, they probably can't get him off, out of there, though, right? So what helps you lead to a decision uh, when you look at certain styles of fighters uh, and as they match them up in UFC? I mean, uh, how do you come to those kind of uh, conclusions there uh, and where you want to go with your bets? That's a great question, Mike. And the answer is, is the, that's the artwork of trying to beat the handicapper. That's that's what I'm trying to do is envision the fight. A lot of people look back and, oh, he's minus 222, so he's got an 18% chance of winning in the last time. That's a bunch of hocus pocus. I look at the fighters and try and project exactly what they're going to do. Now, my overall feeling is that if I think that if you talk to any coach, they'd say, give me a wrestler. And I'll teach him the, the other things because a wrestler already knows how to work unrelentingly. And that's the biggest issue you have in mixed martial arts. Now you got to teach a wrestler how to evade strikes and how to eat strikes and how to throw strikes, but they can do that. Uh, and then overall, they'll tell you that kryptonite to the Brazilian jiu-jitsu savant is a world-class wrestler. So that can apply. That said, there are many levels and there are no absolutes. And so you have to take into consider into consideration size, length, what each is expertise is, how the fight could go. And it's a it's a dynamic artwork and it's why I have such great passion for these fights. Well, absolutely, Lou. We definitely have great passion for you and your insight here on our pro on our show. I mean, it's outstanding to get that kind of information from you. Uh, good luck with your plays. Uh, enjoy the card out there in London. Thanks so much, you guys. I appreciate you having me on, and good luck to everybody. Good luck to you as well, to Lou Finnecaro right there. Again, follow him on Twitter, at Gamma Lou. Great information right there, Josh, because I'm curious. Like, I'm trying to make decisions on on some bouts, and I might not be as astute in terms of uh, uh, understanding BJJ and all this stuff, but uh, boxing, I, I, I fully understand that. But uh, trying to make a decision on UFC gets very, very interesting. Great to have Lou on that. Okay, NFC West coming up next after this break. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you are ready to take that first step, toward change, Zen will be there for you. Zen uh, nicotine pouches, uh, you can find them and check them out at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Josh, let's update some baseball scores real quick. Uh, just a handful of games. Uh, you got the Astros on top of the Yankees 2-1, to one, Rangers on top of the Marlins 5-0. Uh, Tigers athletics uh, getting ready to start uh, any interests or any I don't want to jinx anything I'm trying to be careful with my question here for you in day baseball no this is why I love your pitcher always you're always <laughs> cognizant of, of the yes. fellow better and not not trying to be a mush of course you never could be though but I appreciate it yeah a couple games caught my eye you know this Detroit Oakland game coming up right now I'm gonna lay it here with Detroit this one kind of surprised me because you have two of the three worst teams mm -hmm. in the American League but we have seen Pretty consistent movement here toward the Tigers. You know, they open up around a minus 125 favor on the road. They get all the way up to around minus 140, minus 145. Would be my favorite system match here, Pritch. Non-division road favorites. You don't have to worry about that divisional dog angle. Seeing that non-division road favorite match uh, this year so far, it's 62%, about a 4% return on investment. To me, the other advantage would be number one on the on the uh, on the mound here. Scoobles on the bump. He's six and eight, four point one one ERA. So I'm pretty good. He's arguably their best pitcher against Zach Logue. He's uh, three and four with an ERA over five. You have some correlative betting value with the Tigers. A line move to a favorite, also a line move to the under. I like the under in this one too, Pritch. I'm just 
kind of wary of the under seven now because I missed the hook on the seven and a half. It opened seven and a half, got down to seven. These are two of the best under teams in baseball. Detroit 53 and 33 to the under. Oakland 50 and 36 to the under. Oakland has been a fade here pretty much all yeah. year, Pritch. At home, they're only 11 32. <laughs> I know the Tigers are bad, but this is kind of a lesser of two evils play for me. I'm going to lay it with uh, with the Tigers here in game one. All right. You were kind to the Tigers. They're bad. They're horrible. Uh, and I just. <laughs> but bad. who's more horrible, I, I know, That's my the, question. The A's, yeah. yeah. And, and the fans not showing up out there in Oakland. Okay. Let's get to our preview the NFC West. A lot of people have been uh, waiting on this one. I have too. Uh, Josh, we're going to start with the Rams defending Super Bowl champions. Nice job last year, uh, Sean McVay uh, and that Rams football team. Coming together with a quarterback the way that they did too, Matthew Stafford, I think a lot of credit goes to him. Uh, you're coming off a year in which you go 12-5. and five. They're betting profile, Josh. Win totals, 10.5, the over minus 105, the under minus 115. Interesting. Uh, to make the playoffs, yes, minus 250, no, uh, plus 200. To win a division, NFC West, Plus 120. Uh, your initial thoughts here on the Rams betting profile. My initial thoughts is why is this win total juiced up under press? Uh -huh. That's the first thing that surprised me. And I think you were thinking the same exact thing here because, you know, last year you go 12 and five, you know, you put it all together. It's almost like Brady year one, you win it all at the Bucks. Mm -hmm. you know, Stafford year one, you win it all there with the Rams. So this is a team that obviously, you know, has the Super Bowl belt looking to a repeat here. But when you go 12 and five, I expect this team to be even better this year. You bring in Bobby, uh, Bobby Wagner to kind of solidify your linebacking core. You still have Aaron Donald and Ramsey, Stafford in year two. You bring in Allen Robinson. You still have McVay here. All of his assistants, you know, get hired by other teams, but he's still running the ship. But yet, they win 12 games last year, and this is 10.5 under minus 115. Mm -hmm. That's my first initial, like, ooh, take a step back. Like, is there a regression here uh, for the uh, for the Rams? That would be my, my first thought. You know, they do have, obviously, you win the Super Bowl. You have then the hardest schedule the next following year. Their opponents this year, uh, 164 and 125 from last year. That's a 567 win percentage. So maybe part of it is that really difficult schedule. But I'm kind of, I, I'm a little wary of just the fact that that's a fishy, juiced up under. But I actually like all these other ones too, Pritch. Like, you know, to win the division, plus 120. If Jimmy G is gone and Trey Lance is taking over, I think that's a, a play here for the Rams. I think that's an advantage to the Rams, expecting maybe a lot out of Trey Lance in year one. So I like that division odds. Uh, also, the exodus that we've seen from all these great players leaving the NFC, going to the AFC uh, to win the NFC, they're plus 500. Mm -hmm. You know, they are kind of, a, a, I think, second or third best odds behind the, the Packers, as well as uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks. But Super Bowl plus 1,100. I think there's value on another Super Bowl, plus 1,100. You may not win it, but can he get to the Final Four? Can he open up a hedging opportunity? I like this team a lot, Pritch. I'm just really concerned, and I'm really racking my brain. If you go 12-5 and five and you theoretically are only going to get better this year, right. why is that 10 and a half juiced up under? That's my only you know thing keeping me off of going all in on this team again. Yeah, they go 12-5. and five, The extra game, too, this year is in the NFC. Uh, so their win total, uh, the under, is juiced up 10 and a half, even with an extra home game. Uh, so... You know, home field advantage is one thing out there so far in L.A. Uh, I think the Rams have captured that and certainly coming off a championship. Uh, they're going to get their rings tonight, I believe, too, Josh. So uh, it's one of those things I think the fan base, there will be a fan base <laughs> for the Rams in L.A. Uh, didn't see them before the championship. Uh, not all that uh, consistent anyway. Uh, but they are trying to run it back. Uh, they've uh, stated that they want to go back-to-back -back with championships. The last team to do that, New England, out there your way, 2004-2005. Uh, I don't know if that's in the cards. Uh, but I'm curious from a betting standpoint, though, Josh, and the NFC, we see how competitive on paper the AFC is shaping out to be. Uh, but what about the NFC? I mean, in general, if you're looking at NFC Championship plus 500, 11-1 for a Super Bowl, in the NFC, I mean, you got Tom Brady and the Bucks. We don't. I'm not too sure about what's going to happen there. And then Aaron Rodgers uh, with new players around him, younger players around him up there in Green Bay. I mean, uh, what other team could be a favorite coming out of the NFC? Yeah, I mean, you look at the odds here, Pritch, you know, compare the AFC to the NFC. In the right. AFC, you have, I believe, six teams that are 10 to 1 or better. Uh, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Bills are the favorite. Go to the NFC, you only have, what, four teams that are 10 to 1 or better. Mm -hmm. 49ers, believe it or not, plus 750. That seems kind of, and I don't know about that one, especially with Trey Lance. But Rams, Packers, Bucks, I mean, these are actually your, your conference odds here. But my point being, you know, to me, that's the benefit when it looks when you come to the Rams. Yes, that, you know, that win total being juiced up under is fishy here. But also you kind of think of the fact that, hey, they're going to play theoretically a weaker, a weaker conference here because you've seen, you know, Russell Wilson and all these great players uh, go the other way. Right. So that to me is what I keep going back to. It's just. 
I like it, Pritch, when kind of like my perception matches what the odds makers are doing. When the odds makers are juicing up the under and I'm really high in this over, that's when I give myself a little bit of a pause. Like my the old me would run to the book and say, Odds makers, what are you doing? You're stupid. Hey, you know, <laughs> hammer that over 10 and a half. But I've learned over time that hey, the odds makers are the sharpest, you know, guys in the room. And if yeah. they're juicing up that under, there's a reason for it. Well, I, I I'm just going to the team in an MC with the least amount of questions at this point. We're looking at it from a future standpoint. But uh considering the Rams offensively, they average twenty seven points a game last year, uh, Matthew Stafford's first year. Uh, Cooper Cup off the charts. He just picked up an ESPY uh, last night, too. Um, Allen Robinson added to that mix. Remember, they picked up Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller along the way. Uh, they didn't have him for the entirety of the season. Now you're going to have Allen Robinson to start the season with Cooper Cup, with Van Jefferson as well, too. So Matthew Stafford and this offense – Another year, more continuity and more comfortable. Uh, and they were averaging 27 points a game last year. Yeah, and again, look at the running back core, Pritch, too. Yeah, like Akers, Cam Akers. Right? Guy who, yeah, he's back. He's healthy. I mean, I know he had fumble problems here that you're always concerned about. But it seems to me like this team is loaded. This team is healthy. I also love the fact that, you know, they don't care about the salary cap. You know, other <laughs> these other teams will always feed their, you know, their fans, oh, we got to get under the cap. We can't make it work. We got to let your favorite player go because we got to get under the cap. The Rams don't do that. They're going to find a way uh, to figure it out. The cap can be manipulated in a number of different ways. We've heard, you know, executives say that before. But I just like the fact that the Rams, they continue to load up. They're not resting on their laurels. They bring in Bobby Wagner. They bring in Allen mm -hmm. Robinson. That, to me, is, you know, a team that isn't just satisfied. And I think the one thing you worry about when a team wins a championship is, you know, hey, are you happy? Are you fat and happy? Are yeah. you as motivated as you were before you got your ring? Like, I'll throw this one at you, Pritch. I know we're not supposed to cross sports here, but the Celtics. I'm excited about the Celtics this year, but there was an interview Grant Williams just did on a podcast where he said, uh, the better team didn't win in the championship. You know, we were the better team, the Celtics. Like, oh, I don't want to hear I, I don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> that's like, that's, that, that's dangerous talk. Right. I don't want the Rams to go down that road. No, no, you, you can't say that. Grant Williams said that. Oh, Grant, yeah, I'll send it to you. It's unbelievable. Everyone's that's, talking about in New England right now. It's like Grant Williams. Are you are you crazy? The better team did win. That's horrible. <laughs> um, I will remind everybody that if you know how the Avengers had a Hulk, um, when you have a Aaron Donald and he can wreck an offense. I mean, come on. Uh, I I don't care if your defensive coordinator is Raheem Morris. Uh, when you have a guy like Aaron Donald and one man can wreck an offense, we just saw that in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I don't know how you – how do you bet against that? I mean, I know they're going to be absent Von Miller. Uh, they still have some edge guys. Uh, Floyd comes to mind. Bobby Wagner, you mentioned him, the secondary. Jalen Ramsey, too. But when you have one player like Donald who can literally wreck an entire offense, that certainly benefits the Rams as well. Oh, it absolutely does, Pritch. I know we got to get it here soon, but I cannot wait for this opening night game. I mean, you look at the 8th uh, right. of September. We have the Bills at the Rams. I mean, this is going to be fantastic here. This is a one-point spread. This is Bills minus one. Some shops were Rams minus one early, flipped to Bills minus one. How do you not take Rams getting a point? How do you not take the Bills just laying yeah. one point? I think this is going to be one of the most heavily bet, obviously, early games that we've seen. But this could be a classic, an all-timer. Maybe it's a Super Bowl preview. We shall see. But that game right there, I would love to see. Uh, and again, it's early now. But where does the public lean on that one? Right. Do you take Josh Allen with a, laying a point? Or do you say Rams at home getting a point? Hammer that. I'm fascinated to see where the public leans in that yeah, one. Yeah, division plus 140 uh, right there. So that's not bad price right there for defending champions. And, and Aaron Donald, again. <laughs> uh, great job right there, Josh. Okay, we got to get to some Best Bets, your Market Insights podcast. The information there as well. All that and more come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is giving baseball fans a chance to swing for defenses. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets. When you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game, if either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome, enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com. For terms and conditions, must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel that you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, um, Market Insights Podcast, again, great job of that every single day. But I'm curious, like, when you approach betting baseball after the All-Star break, I mean, it's really like a, a long weekend for the players, right? It's it's a quick break, uh, a few days, and then you're right back into the grind. Uh, for instance, the Astros and the Yankees into the grind. And uh, look at that, that outcome right now, 2-1 to one favoring Astros. Uh, the Rangers on top of the Marlins right now, too. So uh, it, it's just interesting proposition to be in uh, after the break. Uh, any insight or advice you could provide us right now? Yeah, so I think when you're going second half, I think this is a great question, Pritch. How do you approach a season? And remember, MLB is such a long season. It's such a grind, and you kind of break it up into, like, different, like, seasons. Like, you know, May baseball, a lot of dogs do well, and, you know, totals tend to do well uh, to the under also because the the weather isn't very good and the pitching's ahead of, ahead of the hitting. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into the hot summer months. By the way, it's like 95 in Boston, Pritch. we got a heat wave out here, <laughs> so trying to stay cool. But when it heats up, obviously overs really start to do well because of the humidity, the heat, the ball travels further all that kind of stuff. So I think when you get to the second half, just from an overarching standpoint, I think there's an advantage to the betters because we can really look at motivation because we're looking at, okay, what teams are in a pennant race, right. uh, you know, what teams are motivated to try to do well and, you know, try to catch up and, and play well and keep up with the, you know, w- the position or the wild card or whoever they're trying to, uh, to play well and win with. And then there's other teams that are kind of bet against, like, you know, we talked to with Adam Burke earlier this year, like uh, the Nationals trying to deal Soto. By the way, did you see they made Soto fly commercial? They wouldn't even give him a personal <laughs> jet bridge. Like how, you know, how uh, annoying is that? Yeah. Or just uh, kind of just bad look there for the Nationals. But <laughs> point being, I think you you have an advantage as a better because you can lean on the teams that are motivated and have something to play for. You can kind of bet against or maybe lay off. Like if a, a really terrible team is sharp that day and nine times out of 10, you would bet it. But you're like, oh, they're like, you know, 30 games under 500 and they got nothing to play for. Maybe you lay off that bet instead of just betting against them. So to me, that's the biggest advantage. Second half, the motivation and really not just looking at the numbers, the numbers are 99% of the story. Uh, but again, the motivational factor is something that I think as you get deeper into the year, you put a little bit of uh, more stock into. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, Steve Mackinnon, uh, great information points very weekly in, in regards to t- trends, right? Too, right, Josh? I mean, uh, when you're following uh, trends in baseball, I think those hold true. A trend is a trend until it ends. I've been taught that since economics in in college. But, uh, (laughs) you know, there's really no adjustments to be made in baseball. I mean, you are pretty much who you are at that point. Uh, And, and, you know, some pretty outstanding trends out there to follow, I think, from a betting standpoint. Uh, Trade deadline aside, though, I mean, obviously there's going to be some moves made. Uh, Keep an eye on that. But uh, a lot of these teams are, are pretty much, uh, we, we see what we're going to get a lot of times uh, in this grind, this daily grind in Major League Baseball. 
I think you're totally right, Pritch. And, you know, trends, betting systems, whatever right. you want to call them. But I think, you know, uh, the important thing is, do they have predictive value? Is mm-hmm. there a good theory behind it? Like, for example, when you're betting against those bad teams later in the year, it's not just that they're bad and maybe they're, you know, quote unquote, giving up. I mean, these these guys still want to play well. They're playing for, you know, personal contracts and, and money in the offseason, all that kind of stuff. But what if you see a lot of these teams say, hey, we're going to maybe rest some of our be- veterans or release some of our guys who aren't hitting? Bring up the young kids. Once you start to see those teams, you know, you know, dip into AAA, and when the rosters expand to forty man, uh, those are the kind of situations that you can really look toward. Uh, so, to me, with baseball being such a data sport, Pritch, there's so many numbers. The bigger sample size you get on a team, you know, to me, it's to your advantage as the better. Like early in the year, you could have a team that's playing well, but is it just they're getting hot early and they're going to kind of seep to their level and kind of regress later? By now, we kind of know who's good. We kind of know who's bad. Mm -hmm. And again, use that to your advantage when you're looking at the daily card. Yeah, who's slipping, who can get back in it. Like, for instance, the NL West. That was tight at one moment uh, in time uh, earlier this year. Uh, now you look at the Dodgers and the Giants about to go at it, Josh, today. Uh, 12 and a half back uh, when you look at the Giants. Rodon's on a bump uh, in this matchup against the Dodgers. So what did you see in this game? Yeah, what really caught my eye on this game, Pritch, was a big steam move here on the San Francisco Giants. So I'm going to take the Giants in this one. Uh, if we take a step back, though, in terms of motivation factors, like you look at the schedule, and this is mm-hmm. important to kind of distinguish it. Giants are 12 and a half back. Are they going to catch the Dodgers? Probably not. But in the wild card, I think they're only a half game back of the second wild card spot. So that's the motivational angle there with the Giants that you can take advantage of. Now, what is the market telling us? This is kind of a classic reverse line move toward the Giants. The Giants actually opened, or I guess to be flip it, the Dodgers opened like minus 155. They were a pretty hefty favorite in this game here, Pritch. They're all the way down to minus 125. Again, if you look at the other way, Giants were getting like plus 140. They're all the way down to plus 115. So we've seen a lot of movement here in favor of San Fran. Uh, you look at the pitching matchup, I think it's an advantage with the Giants here. Carlos Rodon, I know he's one of your favorite pitchers, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Eight and five, 2.66 ERA. White, who's pitching here for the uh, the Dodgers, one and two with a 4.20 ERA. So uh, to me, when you, and again, these are kind of these weird situations. Like, you know, the All-Star game was at the Dodger Stadium. Dodgers had a lot of guys in the All-Star game. They're at home. They're getting, by the way, if you look across the board, around 70% of bets, but yet the line's falling toward the G-men. To me, this is a good spot to back the G-men. You're getting plus money. You're not getting the best of it. It's moved a ton here, but I'll take the plus money. Give me the Giants. And if you're looking toward a total, I'd lean under here. It open eight and a half. It's down to eight at a bunch of shops. It's really juiced up like it may even go to seven and a half. Right now, 57% of bets, but 80 but 80% of the money is on the under, according to our Visa.com splits page. Yeah. So uh, I'm holding in pocket San Fran plus money, and I'm leaning hard on that under. Yeah, I mean, you look at Rodon. I mean, this year I liked him earlier. Er, off, he got off to a great start, but then his strikeouts per nine was off the charts. He's still at 11.2. Uh, uh, now, a layoff. I mean, you factor in that. Uh, what about player props in situations like that? I mean, do you, do you leave those alone after a break? So I learned my lesson in the pentathlon, Pritch. I'm not a prop guy, so okay. I know my limits. I know my strengths and weaknesses. All jokes aside, you know, to me, prop bets, it's just diff- it's difficult the way I look at the market because the way I look at the market, I lean a lot on line movement, betting percentages, betting systems, you know, different uh, variables that you can kind of quantify. Mm-hmm. With player props, a lot of that data is much harder to find. I think, to me, I'm much more comfortable betting on a team overall as a whole, you know, the sum of all their parts versus one guy in particular. So I know there's a case to be made. A lot of people make a you know, pretty good money off of props. But to me, it's more of a crapshoot. I'm much more confident in like a, a pure money line or a total than I would be on, you know, a Framer Valdez going over six and a half <laughs> strikeouts bridge. All right. Looking at this first game too, Houston and uh, the Yankees is a tight one. Okay. They got another game coming up, uh, Josh. Uh, Market Insights time. Uh, how do you interpret this line right now? I mean, uh, again, off the break uh, and, a, and a, into a doubleheader, right? In this situation, so that gets tricky. That's probably a layoff, I would imagine. Uh, second game, Houston's uh, minus one eighteen here at South Point, uh, eight and a half total. Yeah, so I think it's important when you see doubleheaders, and today's a weird day. There's six games, but there's two different pairs of doubleheaders: yeah. Yankees, Astros. Same thing with Detroit and Oakland. Always, you know, one thing that I learned, you know, kind of when I got into the sports betting industry, I really looked at data and you know what actually is your perception versus what do the numbers actually say. I think a lot of people always fall on the line of okay, doubleheader. There's a lot of splits. Team mm-hmm. wins game one, you know, they don't care as much game two. 
Maybe they'll take it off. You know, the other team on the other way loses game one. They're motivated. They want to win game two. But if you look at the data, the data actually uh, proves that there's more sweeps than there are splits in general. And if you look at game two favorites that won game one, they went at a pretty high rate. I think it's like 64, 65% over the last decade. So uh, if Houston hangs on and Houston did have a pretty decent line move in their favor game one, Game two, Garcia against Herman. I think Herman's making his first start in quite a while here. Yep. I look toward Houston once again, Pritch. I think they opened minus 110-ish. They're up to minus 120-ish. That would match a game two favorite who won game one. I'd probably run it back if the Astros are able to hold on in game one. Okay, a, game, a play that you have highlighted on your podcast, too. You're back in the CFL once again. <laughs> uh, you can't quit the CFL. What's going on with you in the CFL? I, I love it, Pritch. Uh, you, know, you can't keep a good man down over here. Right. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. we got to get out of here soon. But that play when we took the over, there was a bomb. Uh, the quarterback threw a perfect pass. He dropped it in the end zone. It tipped. And then the safety run it ran in and intercepted it. If the guy catches it, we cash her over. Mm. So I'm trying to get revenge on this one, okay. Pritch. Give me the Tiger, <laughs> the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the BC Lions. I'm going over tonight. Uh, total open at 51. I got it up to 52. Now it's up to 53. A lot of movement to the over. Uh, BC, the uh, the BC Lions, I always screw up their nicknames, Pritch. 40 points a game. They're the number one offense in all of the CFL, averaging almost 500 yards a game. Overs in the CFL, 50 or higher, three and one. Overs in general in the CFL are 14 and nine. We got a really good offensive team. We got a big line move here to the over. I'm rooting for some points in this one, Pritch. Give me the over. I got 52. Now it's 53. Let's see if we can get a lot of points in the Lions and Tiger Cats game tonight. All right. Uh, preseason football, two weeks away from today. Get you off of Canadian football. <laughs> get you off I know. It can't come soon football. enough. And, <laughs> and by the way, Pritch, all these lines are out for the preseason games. You notice that? Oh, it I must did? have been overnight or last couple of days. So let's go. I'm excited. Let's go. It's here. Uh, it is absolutely here. Great job, Josh, and good luck with your place. You too, Fritch. Have a great night. You too. Josh Applebaum out there in Boston. Come up next here on the network, uh, The Edge, Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.